Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Okay, what's wrong with this one? Why can't you work with her? She's just so 2D, you know, she's so flat. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So stick with me and join me on the flip as we get into looking at what's your belief statement. I'll see you on the flip. Hey there. First of all, I want to say that today's podcast is coming to you from the struggle tip because everything, the technology was trying me today. And I am hoping, I guess hope that this one will be fine because there's only so many times you can do a podcast and hope that it works. But anyway, enough about that. Let's get into it. Thank you for joining me. And today I want to talk about what your belief statement is. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because there is great wisdom in forming a belief statement. And I'm going to also say this. Belief statements should be changed like sheets. They should be updated, upgraded. Uh, and they you should never get into the uh, practice is what I want to say. You should never get into the habit or the practice of just only having um, a static belief um, because it causes your mind to atrophy, not callous, but atrophy, so that you don't continue to grow, explore, learn, and become all that you can be. So um, let's get into this whole belief statement thing. Now, what is a belief statement? A belief statement is a declaration of who you be. And we've talked about this on this podcast before, the whole uh, the uh, trinity of be, do, have. Be, who you're going to be, do what you are out of that belief, and then have what you want to have or what you get from doing those things. And a lot of people tend to want to do it this way, do have be, where they do things hoping to get stuff so that they can become somebody. And it's a it's a vicious cycle of putting the cart before the horse. And with having a belief statement, it kind of helps you intuitively put yourself back right and get back in front of it. And it is so hard to tell someone, whatever you want to be, you must already be it in that part of you that can't see anything to confirm or give you any kind of visible, visual or tangible evidence that you are. You know, so say for instance, you want to uh, be a best-selling this, or you want to uh, have a legacy of, of XYZ, or you want to do something for certain people, leave um, uh gifts for folks and and in the current state that you're in it doesn't look like you'll ever achieve it one of the sure-fired shortcuts through wisdom 
to get what it is you want is to start having belief statements. Now, belief statements are whatever you want to make them, but I'm going to give you a quick little template for them. And that belief statement starts with I am. And when you do the I am, keep it in the present tense. I am powerful. I am a best-selling. I am a uh, philanthropic, uh, whatever, whatever it is you want to do. And so when you make that statement, do it in I am whatever it is that you want to be. And then if you want to, you can put an and, you know, a conjunction on that. And you can say and, and then you, and that's the part where you do the doing part. And if you want to put an additional on there, it might be a next sentence, or it could be part of the same sentence. Then you can do a transition that says, so that I can have X, Y, Z. So your power uh, belief statement, because it's also a power statement too. Your belief statement is, I am X, Y, Z, and I do X, Y, Z, so that I can have X, Y, Z. Or if you just want to have it as I am, it's great. Now, you might be saying, or you might not, it's okay. Um, you might be saying, I can't just boil it down to one. That's fine. You can have more than one I am statement. And those I am statements are going to be just that. I am powerful. I am beautiful. I am confident. I am, I am, I am. And you write them. And what I'm going to say is this. Once you start to develop your uh, I am statements, just don't don't let them just sit there. Um, practice writing them. Um, I have a sketchbook. You can get them from just about any place, even Walmart and stuff like that. If you're in the states, and in that in that sketchbook, I wrote so many I am statements, only to realize that everything I had written in those statements years ago, I had already achieved, and they they they're so slick that you're like, wow, I didn't realize. That, that, that I had that. And it's amazing how when you do these types of statements, how natural the transition is. It's not jarring uh, like we expect it to be. It's a, a, just a gradual, smooth transition so that you can handle what it is that you said in your I am, you know, belief statement. Okay. Now, you might be saying, well, what if I don't believe it? See, that's the beauty of the belief statement with the I am's. The more you write them, the more you meditate on, the more you say them, the more your belief gets into line with them. And you know those statements, what you believe you can achieve, what you expect you get. This is helping us to be able to do those things. Now, here's another thing that's an added benefit. When you start to have a strong understanding of your belief of who you are, other people become enamored with it and you become influential, even if you don't uh, set out to do that. You see, people love uh, structure. They love solidness. They, they love groundedness. They love people who have a sense of self. They love people who are individually themselves. They love people who march to their own beats. And if you ever want to uh, align yourself with anybody or become a leader, when you are able to articulate and with conviction articulate what you believe, what you stand for, and who you think yourself to be, you are inevitably going to uh, attract people 
who have similar beliefs or who want to believe in you for your beliefs. And what this does is this causes us to get into a quote unquote polarity. Now, yes, you're like, oh, Michelle, are you going to talk about polarity again? Yes, I'm always talking about it. It's part of wisdom. Um, And if you remember, if you caught one of the polarity podcasts that I talked about, we need polarity. Yes, we definitely need to know how to walk in the middle and we need to know how to, um, I don't want to use the word manipulate, manage is what I'm going to say. We definitely want to know how to manage either side of uh, the range of polarity that we're, we're, we're in. But there are times when you do want to have, um, you know, a, a side to something because it's polarity which gives us motion and movement. And when you want to affect any change in your life, when you want to uh, ingratiate yourself with a group of people, it is best to know what you believe because if you come off as wishy-washy, which a lot of people do when they don't have a certain belief, they don't know what they stand for or what they fight for or what they fall for, it makes you two-dimensional. It makes you flat. It makes it where people don't want to be around you because you're like, meh, and nobody wants to be around, meh. So it it has so many different things that are powerful to us. Now, this is a thing. I got to give a shout out to Romy. Yes, Romy. And I wanted to make sure that I, I gave this quote today with uh, what's your belief statement? And Romy says, and I thought this was wonderful. He says, or said, yesterday, I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today, I am wise, so I'm changing myself. And that is a huge power when you deal with belief statements. You see, the the trick is, and it's not necessarily a trick, it's, it's just a wisdom insight. If you ever want to change your world, if you ever want to change anything, you don't like how your relationships are. You don't like how people treat you. You don't like how the sun shines on you or whatever it is. If you ever want to change your world, the fastest way to change it is to change you. And I I find it very delightful that Romy would say things like, yesterday, I was clever. And because I was clever, I wanted to change the world. But today, I'm wise. And today, I know that I need to change myself. I was like, it's so succinct. It's so perfectly simplistic that it's deep. And I was like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. So you remember yesterday when I talked to you guys about uh, breaking a trance and are you bewitched and um, getting, um, and, and a lot of people are, un, are in a cult unawares because due to programming and things like that. Being able to do the things that we talked about yesterday um, with understanding trans logic, understanding the components of what people do, and even understanding that one sentence persuasion that I told you about, it helps you to bring it over the top and make sure that you are guarding yourself as best as possible from being duped by slick charlatans and uh, con people is to start having belief statements and being willing to update your belief statement as you grow, as you experience more, and as you learn more. Um, Even the Bible talks about we go from glory to glory, strength to strength. It's a wink to let us know that your belief system is uh, not stagnant. Your belief system is made to be upgraded, updated. 
and you get motivated through that. You see, when you start having a belief statement and you start getting in the habit of updating it, you start realizing that yesterday you were clever. And because you were clever yesterday, you wanted to do things that you probably were not even able to do. But today, because you have been doing what you need to to become more self-aware, you become wise. And when you become wise, the funny thing is, is all roads usually lead back to going within. And usually what we are seeking, we find within. The answers to the problems we have, we find within. Now, this is uh, one thing I'm going to say right now. And that is, even if you you have answers that are within, that is not to say that the answer is always for you to do it alone. That is not what I'm saying. And that's not what I want you to take from that. What I am saying is that belief statements help you to explore the different realms of existence in your life that you would do well to develop. I remember I was taking a a final um, for one of my master's programs and I had to do a defense. And a defense is where you have written your your thesis and then you have to defend it um, against a panel of professors. And I had submitted the paper, I had done all of the work, and I was doing my defense. And I was kind of scared because, of course, they tell people, oh, they're going to be so hard on you, and and they might not pass you, you might not graduate, and all these kind of things. And so I was young and impressionable, but not that impressionable. And I remember uh, there was a part in my paper where I had made some statements. You know, as youth do, we think we know everything. And I was so certain about it. And so one of the professors kind of, I, I knew when he got that grin and that twinkle in his eye, he was coming for me. And so he asked me, what do you believe about that? And I, I said what I said in my paper. And then he guided me so expertly. He would have done Socrates very happy with um, his didactic approach, you know, his Socratic approach of how he just walked me down till he got me to a point where it was a true gray area. And that to answer it would be to take a guess and it would put me in jeopardy. And I knew it was a setup. Thankfully, I knew it was a setup. Now, I'm not bragging to say, oh, I knew it was a setup. No, I kind of stumbled into the fact that, wait a minute, he has cornered me into a corner of an area that I've never had to consider. And I don't even think I'm qualified to answer that right now. And so with everything I had in me, and it was because I had been learned, I had been learned, excuse me, I have been taught all my life to know what I believed in, know who I thought I was, write it down often, journal about it and all those things. Thank you, grandma. Thank you, mama. That when I got to that point where I knew I was in a gray area, an unexplored territory in my life that I don't think I had enough experience and knowledge to be qualified to answer, I boldly said, I cannot and will not answer that because it is part of my gray area. And he smiled and he was like, correct answer. And I was like, I'll be doggone. And of course, there was an audience because you could come and support people when they were doing their defenses. <laughs> I'll never forget uh, one of my friends at the time, Bennett. He was like, girl, I thought they were really going to get you th- with that one. And he was like, I have never seen anybody. Oh, I know what it was. The part after I said that, I was like, I, and I, I will not answer it. Next question, please. <laughs> 
Cause I, and so I kind of like was like, move it on, move it along. Yes, in my youth, I was something else. But anyway, I'm not that old, you guys. Let me stop talking like I'm so old. Um, but what I want to say is this, is that belief statements have a way of not only helping you define who you are, they help you to know a little bit more of what you don't know. You see, there is this, this concept, and for the history buffs out there, it is a, a, a strategic concept that was first made popular by Donald Rumsfeld back in 2002. Yes, a long time ago. And uh, he was talking about weapons of mass destruction and all this kind of stuff. And when he first said it and the media picked up on it, they were like, is he just talking with marbles in his mouth? But he said something like this, and I'm, I'm, I hope I do it justice. But what he said was that there are known knowns. And if you know where I'm going with this, then you, you already know how this is going to go. Okay, so anyway, he said there are known knowns, he said. Uh, and of course, people would definitely agree with that. There are definitely known knowns. But then he said there are also known unknowns, meaning that we have a semblance that we have an idea that there are things that we could know, but we just don't know them for certain right now, you know? And and so he's saying this and people are looking at him and they're starting to scratch their heads, but it's starting to sink in and make sense. And so I'm like, okay, well, uh, now this is ha- after the fact, because when it was going on, I was, I, I, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't in, in, involved in it, but you know, in hindsight, I'm going to say that in hindsight, it was a, it's a very interesting exploration of being able to look at these things. And so, um, here it is. I just pulled it up, you guys, because I want to make sure I don't murder it. So here it is. He said that there are known knowns. These are the things that we know that we know. He said he goes on to say we also know that there are known known unknowns. That is to say. We know that there are some things that we don't know. And then this is the part that I believe belief statements really help us with. And that is when he said this part, but there are also unknown unknowns, the ones we don't know, we don't know. You know, so that's where we get the, you don't know the stuff that you don't know. And that's what was happening when I was defending my thesis and that professor had backed me into that corner of unknowns because at best it would be conjecture and at worst, it would be just pure puffery. It would be me just trying to talk out the side of my head for the purpose of passing a test. And I couldn't in good conscience do that because the nature of my defense was along the lines of having um, the fortitude to be okay with your station um, in the different areas of your life, you know? So it was a, it was a, I think it was a good test <laughs> that I had to go through. I'm very grateful and thankful for it. It helped me a lot. But then I had to look at what would have possibly happened if I had not been in the habit of having belief statements or power statements or however you want to call it, um, the I am statements. Because what they do is even when you think I'm in control, I put this down in this paper, I know what this says, 
Those words have power and life. That's why we spend so much time talking about the energy and the etymology of words because words are immortal and they have strong powers. And so when we look at the fact that we have a belief statement that has been set as a memorial working on our behalf 24-7, never needing a day off, never accruing vacation or asking for a raise. And it is as strong today as it was when you formulated it until you update it and release it and thank it for having done its work. That's powerful. And that brings me to the next thing. What happens when you get to the point where your belief statement has come to pass? Show it gratitude. Be very grateful for it and thank it and release it so that you can make room for the other where there are no conflicts and you are continue, uh, you continue to have clarity and power without obstruction. And so with that, I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that we tend to help erase or clear up when we start working with these uh, belief statements. And that's that little thing called truth and fact. Mm hmm. You see, when you start writing a belief statement, I'm going to just go on and tell you, if you've not done the practice before, when you first start, a lot of the belief statements that you write are going to be aspirational, meaning things that you want to achieve, that you know where are near them. And those belief statements that you write are going to wear on your soul because your soul is going to be like, that's a lie. That's not who we are. And it's going to be hard to believe it. And that's why I encourage you to write them often, reinforce them and start allowing them to work on you so that you do start to believe and you do start to expect them. And that brings me to this. And that is when you don't have an understanding of what you believe, what you stand for, what can make you fall, what you believe yourself to be, what you aspire to be, and you don't have a clear-cut path to it, it becomes easy to say no to the truth of who you are or the, or the facts of what your identity is because it is so easy for you to become invested in a lie. So let me say that more succinctly. I want to say this because I want to make sure that we get this. And that is, it becomes easy to say no to the truth and facts when your identity is so invested in the lie that you live, the lie that you see, and the lie that you believe. And that lie is usually an external one. It's usually one that came from someone else that was concocted for you to accept and put on and wear like a uniform. And I am not talking about anarchy. I'm not talking about rebellion. I'm not talking about any of those things. I am simply talking about connecting with that personal wisdom that makes you uniquely you. The other day we talked about this, that no matter what you think you're doing in your life, you are the best person at being you. Can nobody else fulfill the, the position of being you but you? And that has power in and of itself. And we could go on and talk about so many other things. But what I want to say is that when you start getting the uh, understanding, I, I wish I could just I wish I could just wave a wand and, and make your first belief statement or whichever belief statement you're, you're working on right now come to pass, because it is something that is so powerful and it gives you a glimpse at the real power you have. And it's been said many times that if you ever get a glimpse of the real power you have, you will never, ever, 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 ever <laughs> question 
your reason for being. You'll never have to question, why am I here? You'll never have to question what you believe uh, in that moment. No matter if your degree depends on what you say, you'll be able to have a strength, an inner burning, an inner fire that can't be doused by somebody else's opinions or somebody else's fears because that belief statement is real powerful. And I want to say this, and it it does come from a a religious text. I'm not going to say the, the scripture verbatim because to me, it's better to be understood in, in the context that it, it works on you. And that is that um, in Ephesians, it talks about guarding our hearts and mind through Christ. It also talks about putting on the full armor of God. But in the second chapter, it talks about how we are seated in heavenly places and that we have a shared inheritance. And it's code. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's code. It, it means so many things on so many different levels. But one of the ones I want to just pluck just right now, just right here, is this. And that is when you have a belief alive and ignited and working in you and on you, You get to the point where you're able to connect with your personal wisdom. You're able to find or strengthen your connection to your North Star, your Polaris. And get this, you are able to start crafting and manifesting and changing your world. Now, yesterday, uh, in the last few minutes I had, I talked about how to break a trance. And the same goes true for how to build a powerful belief statement. So if you'll permit me, I want to just repeat it a little bit differently today. And that is, yes, we are definitely going to start with meditation. If you can, meditate daily. And it doesn't have to be long. It can be one minute. And your meditation is simply to settle the mind by the most easy, the easiest, not most easy, the easiest way is to just focus on your breathing. And that allows your mind to take a rest, to reset or to dig deep or to go inside, like we say, you know, going within. And when you do that, even if your brain starts wandering off, hidden in the midst of all of the grocery list, and I need to remember to call this person, pay that, check on this, check my calendar, did I close the cabinet doors, all those things. In the midst of that, a lot of times, and the more you do it, you'll find that there will be little ideas, visions, insights, little flashes of inspiration or um, instruction that are going to start coming to you. And when you get through uh, with your meditation, take a moment to just jot down any other stuff that comes to you. Because meditation is the pathway that helps you to start mastering your mind. And to start mastering your mind means that you start crafting and being able to create. And with this belief, these belief power statements, these I am statements, remember how I gave you the formula that you could start with? I am dot, 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 and I do dot, 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 so that I can have dot, dot, dot. I want you to get to the point where you write them so much that you can start remembering them by heart. And what will happen is, is as they start to come to pass and you bless them and let them go, 
they become an archive in your memory. And every now and again, I'll have some belief statements that I have worked on in the past come back and kind of wink at me. And I just love them. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, it's a it's a wonderful thing. They become coaches. That's what I want to say. They become really good coaches to help you in times where nothing else can help because nothing else has that depth of meaning for you. One of these days, I'm going to talk about the whole concept of meaning in our life, and um, maybe we'll we'll revisit this. I don't know yet. We'll see, because this is a living document that we do. This is daily wisdom that we're sharing, you know, and the, the wisdom is ministering to us, and I'm so grateful for it. And so in the last few minutes that I have to talk with you, I want to talk about how you can use this to figure out how to regain your power, how to regain uh, any fights you have over confusion, over debilitating thoughts. Because I'm going to tell you, they don't go away. They just have seasons. (laughs) And if you think that you've ever defeated these things, good for you. Until the next time. And so with having belief statements, they make you more dimensional. And I don't even want to stop at three-dimensional. I want to even say that you they make you super dimensional because they allow you to start seeing all the possibilities of being. They allow you, I believe, to portal jump where if you don't like the reality that you're in, you can use belief statements to get you to the reality where you are, what you want to be. And they help you, in, They, to me, form the shortest path possible. And I want to say this, by just starting out with belief statements, and remember we talked about meditating, writing them down, remembering them by heart, updating them as you see fit, and then crafting uh, your statements in a manifesto of what you believe and what you what you want to do, uh, they help you to start strengthening the identity of who you are. And isn't it funny that the word manifesto and manifestation are in the same family? Who would ever think that by publishing a fact about yourself, and you notice I use the word fact because it is a fact. If you believe it and you you work on it, it becomes a fact. So who would ever thought that by publishing a statement of an I am this would become so powerful that it can change your reality? It is so powerful that it changes your reality and it does it by reordering your life and giving you the power through truth, knowledge, and wisdom to be your best self and to elevate your life and your understanding of who you are. So in my last few seconds, I want to just remind you that it is a good thing to have a belief statement. What do you believe? What side are you on? People are attracted to people who have a sense of knowing and self. And also, what is your expectation for your belief? Have some faith to it. Dare to believe that you can be what you believe and you can believe what you say. And if you need to, to get started, use the little template I gave you about the I am and I do so that I can have X, Y, Z.
And so guess what, y'all? Yep, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. I hope that this is a, a balm to whatever ails you and that there is something that has been said that will help you have a brighter and bigger day. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and check the show notes for how to contact me and how to continue to support the show. And guess what? This is a daily podcast, so you know it. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.